Hello, Be Beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. You are about to listen to the Inside Scoop Season 2, Episode 3, which is actually the last episode of this season. We're about to go on a two-week break after this, take some time to gather some new topics, some new resources, some new skills, and of course, some amazing new guest experts and guests on the show for season three, which will kick off at the start of September. But let me promise you, we have an amazing episode to finish on. I got the opportunity to sit down and record the last episode of the season with a man who has become a dear friend of mine and who is one of our amazing freshman year members here at BU. His name is Ayrton Lothar, and he came to the program really at the end of 2019, start of 2020, in a pretty difficult situation in his life, which he'll elaborate more on throughout the episode. But the growth I've seen in this man throughout 2020 is a testament to what can happen when you commit to investing in yourself and when you commit to building your well-being and your personal development skill set. Anton has really pushed himself throughout the program. He's grown in leaps and bounds, and we can see that in a lot of areas of his life. With all that said, I'm so proud as his coach and so honored to welcome Ayrton to the show. Mate, here we are, tuning in all the way from uh, the UK today, jumping in with a little bit of hay fever as well. and. Still bringing your best self to the table. I'm really pumped for this one and really grateful that you took the opportunity to say yes and to jump at it and to, you know, use it as a green light opportunity of equally scary and exciting and be on your first podcast. Um, Before we get into it all, I wanted to share with our listeners why I'm particularly excited about this episode about you and I sitting down having a chat. I think in reflection, there was really two reasons why. The first being often on the show, we have people who are maybe in their sophomore year or, you know, uh, maybe even third year. They've been doing personal development for quite a while. And I think it's really exciting to have this opportunity to sit down with you in your freshman year. I mean, we've been coaching now for, what, five months? And to go, what's that process been like and what's that felt like and what have been some of the changes we've experienced? And then the other reason is I know way back when we first connected, you know, just before Christmas last year, one of the first things I got when we first connected was I was like, man, I can see a lot of the patterns and things that I struggled with when I first started getting coached coming up in you around like identity and figuring out you know, who we are and really creating a life in alignment with that. Um, but man, I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm just super pumped to chat today and see what comes up. I'm going to throw to you first and give you a chance to properly actually uh, introduce yourself to our listeners and then uh, basically walk me through where you were at just before the whole journey started. So if we go back to December last year. Cool. So yeah, um, as you say, uh, Ayrton from sunny England is probably hotter here than it is in Australia for like the first time ever. But, you know, there we go. Um, so yeah, I got a, I got put in touch with, um, yeah, be you and yourself uh, by my wife who's been, been with you guys before. Um, and that was at Christmas. So I just, struggling a bit with life and I think the biggest thing was I wasn't anywhere near like a high percentage knowing who I am or you know what I was and I was just sort of getting a bit lost and getting wrapped up in stuff and it was yeah really causing me some you know 
some issues day-to-day living uh, and it was getting me down and um, it was, yeah, you know, it was sort of, sort of like time to act. So jumped in with you, with you guys and I say, yeah, five months. It's been, yeah, in five months, it's quite a bit, it's been quite a big change. I think it's fair to say um, oh, yeah. for the better. <laughs> um, and it's been awesome. You know, it's, uh, it's been, it's been tough times, you know, having to obviously be, you know, real with yourself. But, uh, yeah, as you know, the gym buddies would say, no pain, no gain, really. So, um, no, it's been great. And I say, it's just nice to see the transformation going forward. So, yeah. We've... And I want to, I'm really curious, mate, from your perspective, because I'm always fascinated in people's tipping points. Like, how long do we go in life being discontent dissatisfied knowing that there's something not quite lining up there but trying to mask that with maybe everything else under the sun before we go okay fuck maybe i actually have to do some serious work here how long had that feeling been going on for you and then what was the tipping point where you were like okay time to move um yeah thinking about it, it's been probably quite a while longer than i would say um you know from growing up you know very sort of I think such as yourself you know we have a very similar father um relationships or had um so very autocratic and you know as a child when I could escape to university it was like get out of this you know sort of army run you know very dominant household and it was like ah freedom um and I sort of really, and it didn't stop. And I grated all this freedom I had, you know, I was using too much, you know, alcohol and, and all this sort of stuff and not really facing up with problems because it was like the last 20 years I've had at home doing what I had to do when I've been told uh, how, you know, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, sort of, I don't want to, but I feel like I have to. And then I go away and it's like, do whatever I want. Uh, so it's like this massive, like perfect storm brewing when you come back to sort of, you know, adult life. It's like, where do you start? Where do you do? Um, and yeah, just like sort of hugely, hugely insecure, um, people pleasing, and title seeking, you know. And I had to go to, I go to quite some lengths to get a, a laugh or a kick because you know I just wasn't comfortable with who I am. And you know, the social chameleon thing, you know, for me is huge. I one of my things is I own a pub, and I can be seven different people in five different minutes um and i say it got to about yeah mid last year where things were just really got um you know been two years into my marriage uh my house is being completely renovated completely gutted which is super exciting you know it is awesome it can be an amazing place but that does mean at the age of 31 and a wife who's a little bit older, <coughs> 21, um, that, you know, we're back at hotel mum and dad's. And that in itself just, like, grates and is really tough and adds to stress and new job, quite stressful. So it was just a lot of these things to say. It was just a, like, perfect storm coming. And, it was, yeah, it was driving me insane. And I, just, I wasn't waking up happy, put it that way. And, you know, the more I masked in, throughout day-to-day life, you know, come home, not as far as, you know, rocking in the corner, but, you know, I was, I would just gym or go running and not actually answer any questions. And I can't exactly remember the exact penny dropping moment, but there was, you know, 
there was just something that said, you, you know, you need to sort yourself out because you're going to have, you know, you're really going to hurt yourself upstairs mentally if you're not careful. Mm. Um, you know, which I was doing and probably had been doing for a lot longer than I thought. Mm. And mate, it's, it's really interesting to hear that because I do see a lot in people's journeys, sort of these external changes almost become the trigger for looking inward where it's like, okay, you know, something's happening with the house, there's a new job, I'm back in at mum and dad's and so there's that clash there. And we, in a way, a lot of people fall into the trap of being like, when these external things change, then everything internally will change too. Like, oh, when the house is done, I'll be happy. Or, you know, when I'm not living with mum and dad, I'll be happy. We're always chasing happiness around the next corner. I think it's always really admirable when we take that moment and like you did to go, well, hang on, there's actually something internally here that needs to be looked at um, in how I'm approaching life and how I'm thinking about myself and my own insecurities. Um, and I wish I could, you know, it, Actually, no, I don't wish I could say that. I think a lot of people fall into the trap of they hear these stories and they think it just it's a single moment. You make the decision and that's all uphill from there straight away, which is not personal development in any way, shape or form, right? I know you and I start this journey together, started this year. We really get the ball rolling in January 2020. And it's tough going at the start. Like it's not instant wins and breakthroughs and behavior change and you know, building these new healthier habits. It's tough, mate. Talk to me about your experience of those first couple of months in particular of building our foundations. Yeah. Um, you say it's, it's, it's small steps. What is it? Uh, what, what do we do with one of our first with the smart goals? You know, it's like breaking everything down and then breaking it down again. And, you know, you write three sides of paper and you've got like hardly anything to go on, but it is those, it's like those small little ones. Um, and yeah, what's that other one you helped me out with? Like the teacups, you know, mm. on the back of the door. You know, it's just it's just these small little things. And especially from my point of view, I was like, especially six months ago and before, I was like, how can something so small be of any use for me? This is, this is stupid. This is like, this is having like a one litre car. Give me the Ferrari Decker now. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, like, give me, give me something huge I can, you know, I can play with and all this. Um, and yeah, you know, I was probably, well, I don't know, what's the word, denial or not putting 100% into it to begin with, because I was like, oh yeah, whatever, you know, I could have I read this somewhere else. But um, the more you get into it and the more you actually apply things like that, it's like, oh, that's embarrassing. Don't tell him. One day you'll tell him that you got it wrong, but just, you know, keep going with it now because it, it does actually work. Um, so yeah oh yeah tricky to begin with oh for sure but I'm glad I listened and you know stuck it through because mm. it's so worth it yeah for any any newcomer if you know it's like if it seems like nothing it's so wrong it's everything it's huge they know what they're doing I mean I, I know I, we use the analogy of kind of like you know people want the the big breakthrough every single check-in it's like it's not it's about setting the groundwork and the foundations to get us to those breakthroughs and we see tipping points, these really nice moments where it does get to a change in someone's journey and their momentum picks up and they're, you know, really starting to build on, on those foundations. I know I started to really see that in you a couple of months ago, and I definitely can't take full credit or claim for that whatsoever. I think it was a really nice combination approach. Um, and you put yourself in a good situation and an environment where you could learn these things and really explore them and kind of be in a different environment where you're not holding on to old identities or old habits or old patterns um talk yeah. us through that yeah so um you know again 
as probably didn't previously mention earlier, you know, a big, big part for me was, you know, the alcohol in my life. I was starting to become a little bit powerless towards it and getting a bit unmanageable. And yeah, I definitely had some penny dropping moments there where I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta go and sort this out. So um, I went away, worked in a place for five to six weeks. Um, and yeah, it was, it was very heavily focused on wellness. Um, and you and I kept talking through it and it sort of really complemented each other quite well. But it was, again, a case the first two weeks I was like, you know, denial, this is rubbish. You know, you, you don't know me. You know, what, what, what can you do to help me? And it wasn't until sort of after that two-week pattern I did start to listen, things did start to click and it did start to make sense. And then you wake up and you're more aware and you're sort of more grateful for these people who are trying to help you. Um, and speaking, you know, what's on your mind, get it out. You know, this is the perfect environment to do it. Um, not just saying what other people want to hear to make them feel good. You know, I wasn't there to make friends. You know, I was, I was there for me. You only get one shot, you know, it's, um, and I think again, for me being in that classroom, well, not classroom environment, but that kind of situation in a small group of people is how I, is how I work and I'm just really glad I did it because again that coincided with what we've been doing hugely um and sort of you know backed it all up and you know that really did help me to get more involved and take the time out to do more BU stuff for sure that was you know that was massive and yeah 90 days clean today actually there you go oh mate congratulations there you go and today it's meant to be there you go well done yeah um there you and go. Then I know I, I loved I think, again, there is that power of sort of proximity, right? Like putting ourselves in the right environment, surrounding ourselves with people who want to make a change and want to make a difference. You know, we say at BU, this, the secrets to thriving is really two-pronged. We need the tools. So what are the actual strategies, techniques, concepts, theories? And then we need the tribe as well. We need the right people around us, the right mentors, the right coaches, people who will challenge us because they care enough about us to be like, okay, buddy, like, come on, that we could do better than that. Um, and I think you put yourself in a good situation to do that. I remember just seeing it was almost instantaneous. It was really interesting that once we got the bright environment around, it was this switch where it was suddenly this discipline of, you know, you were going away and learning things on pocket coach or doing online courses or even just from our sessions. And you were actually not just theoretically learning them. I started to see you actually begin to embody them and go, Oh, hang on. This makes sense. Like this is where I can use this. You started to play with them and practice them. I think that's the secret source of why we started seeing really cool changes in you, man. It's like, I, yeah. say people, I say people all the time, like knowledge is worth fucking nothing. Realistically, <laughs> you can get it everywhere these days. Knowledge is free, right? It's, it's what are you going to do with it once you learn it? Are you actually going to put it into practice? Well, I mean, there was that um, whilst I was, you know, whilst I was at this place, uh, I did, um, I did that, you know, session online with Amy or the, you know, the repeat about boundaries. And I got well into that. I really did. And then that afternoon, um, we did a workshop on boundaries. And I say, I look like a pro. And, you know, the teacher was like, how do you know all this? And I was like, oh, well, you know, it just, you know, just comes natural. And I was like, no, no. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just like, you know, she sort of gave me the pen. Do you want, do you want to do this? Do you want to take this for us, for the class? Um, but I think that's a good example of how... It wasn't just listening 
on the phone. Then that's, say, for example, the boundary thing, something I've never done, never had respect for, I've never implemented before. You know, that word is, is just like a dirty word to me that doesn't even exist in my dictionary. Um, but again, it makes so much sense. It's, it's just, yeah, clear. Like, you almost feel annoyed at yourself for not realizing this before, but I guess that's life experience for you. Um, but I'm just grateful and glad to be able to recognize and realize that now. So, you know, you're not living in the past. Can't do that anymore. That's gone. So, you know, you've got to go forward and use that. 100%, man. 100%. And so I'm, I'm really curious from your perspective, obviously being five months into freshman year now, as I said, we talk about these tools and tribe or what it requires to make us thrive. What have been some of the tools that really hit home for you and really made sense? Obviously, boundaries being one, but what else was like that light bulb moment or like, oh man, I can use this. I can run with this. Um, what was the other big one? The, uh, I found really useful, again, the going forward with family. Um, you know, that's quite a big one. And I, but I think of all the ones that we've done, you know, it's just, you know, if it's sort of, <laughs> they've all been really good uh, and oh what was it yeah if you say you say yes to one thing you're saying no to another you know yeah. like that was that was quite a big thing I took away from you know and that sort of stuck in you know in my head you know because say I was a huge people pleaser and I don't want to do that and I'm just aware of you know not just jumping straight in off the high board now and yeah I'll do that for you without even thinking it's like what am I doing I can't even remember like I don't even know what he's asked me to do um so you know the, you know just being the aware just being open and honest and you know giving myself some time for the you know you know some gratitude giving myself some gratitude which is the hardest thing in the world like I still hate that but every now and again it can feel quite good um but it's horrible I'm still learning that one um and what was that other one that you and I did was it imp impact Oh, in uh, the online course where we looked at doing what's your vision for your life and not your, not other people's vision for your life. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, so that was a good one. Then we came up with some, and then, yeah. yeah there's, just, there's, just, there's been quite a lot, actually. You know, <laughs> we looked back on five months ago, we've actually squeezed quite a bit into this. <laughs> I was like, yeah, the, this, this podcast will be easy. I, you know, I know everything. But, you know, this will be fine. And I was like, I've forgotten everything. Um, no, I haven't forgotten it at all. But yeah, say so there was one. But yeah, you know, there's there's just been lots of things. Yeah, that you know, we came up with the um, what was the other one that we did? The the ninety nine questions comes out with your best character strengths. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I cool. love that because again most people or in my experience everyone goes right your five worst ones are so you go oh you know that's yeah you know, i would i would say from my experience that's been the norm of teaching like you are crap at these five things it's like brilliant thanks guys let's just you know <laughs> kick a dog when it's down so you know whereas actually you know giving you you're finding out your five best ones i mean how much more positive and makes you know more sense to know that <laughs> so you can apply that in day-to-day -day situations again something i never used to do you know i have to work a lot 
uh, with various teams for my job role. And yeah, you know, I one of my strengths was you know teamwork and fairness and uh, you know sort of humour you know for the for the positive and going to a site where they're putting up a building and I can see they're a bit down because it's a hundred degrees and you know it's, they're at the hard section before I just would have walked up and been like oh god here we go that's you know they're demotivated they don't want to be here what's going on but now it's like ha huh, what am I good at I'm good at this this and this so let's use that and take that to it. And you know, just even getting out of the van and walking to them, knowing that, like your whole demeanor, mm. you know, it's not like walking slowly going, this is the end of the world, crossing up to go back and report, they're all going to have a bollocking and then they're going to hate me and like, oh shit, maybe I'll just sit down with them and just watch them smoke, it'll be fine. So actually getting out and going, right, let's walk over, proud, confident, happy. And you know, it's a change because they, they can see you, you know, that's that's quite been quite a big one. So just applying those to situations day in day out is pretty huge yeah and man it's such a good example of i mean literally everything we stand for at bu being make an impact start with self right this stuff isn't just about you living a better life and you being happier it's how do we then use that to change other people's lives and to make an impact and there's no doubt in my mind that the people that you're working with feel that difference your family i imagine feels that difference like your friends i know last time we caught up you said you're really starting to form friendships now not just built on drinking, but like on actually getting to know each other and you know, know each other's strengths as human beings. I think that's such a great example of, of why we do this and why we do what we do. Talk to me from your perspective about this idea of this ripple effect and how it's, because I think I said it right at the very start when you and I first connected, I was like, this is not just about you and me. It's what happens when we work together and you know, what impact do we spread past that? Yeah, I mean, um, let's say being back at you know hotel mum and dad you know they having lived with them now for oh goodness me best part of two years as the you know house has taken a little bit longer than we hoped you know they've seen a lot of my ups and downs um you know i was sort of going isolate in my room or you know just go out for long walks you know and not come back for ages and all this sort of stuff and over definitely since christmas and in the last six weeks you know they can see a more constant happier um uh you know version of me um because they say we're super duper coveted up still over here so we're not really allowed to go out or do anything um so you know i I have to use them as my example, as they are the people that see me day in, day out, because, you know, I don't see everyone else, really. Um, and, yeah, you know, if I want to go to my room for a nap on a Saturday afternoon, they're, like, they're not watching me up the stairs or, you know, putting their ear to the door, like, is he crying? Is he, you know, is he is he depressed? Is he rocking? You know, it's not like that. It's like they just feel more comfortable, comfortable confident, happy, um, which makes life so much easier. It's like it's so much less like stressful for everybody all round, um, and that that's been really good. And you know, it's nice to sit around as a family and have a chat and a talk. Now, um, you know, put in some boundaries, and I think they're like, "What the fuck is he saying? What's he doing? He, what? <laughs> Hang on, is it him? Like, 
standing up from you know like not being pushed over by us what's all this about uh okay i'm gonna have to go away and think about that okay fair enough you were right that's fine we won't do this we won't do that good haha <laughs> victory so um yeah that's 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 been really good um you know uh, even the other week you know, sat there, you know really proud of you you know so we're just not worried about where you're going or what you're doing um and at work as well uh responsibilities and knowing that when i turn up i'm 100 percent fresh as opposed to possibly 50 percent and lower um uh you know just having that confidence that or, or i will turn up and he turns up with a smile because you know I, I drive i drive into the gates of the family company before see the name above the door and there's you know there's this entitled entitled three go guys it'll all be mine one day happy days i can just get through i can scrape through for now and then you know give it four years and i'll be on my on my yacht somewhere and god knows where and now it's like drive through the gates and go oh crap i'm actually really lucky to a have a job you know b be you know in this position um opportunity to learn and you know look at me now in this in the space of you know being back at work for the last four weeks, the confidence and the trust that's been regrown already. It's like, you know, don't just take granted. So, and you look back on it, it's, like, it's really embarrassing to see relationships developing and trust coming back and say appreciating people for who they are and their views and all this sort of stuff as opposed to as like you said going around to see someone i'm going around to see a mate maybe not going around to get blind drunk yeah you know that's yeah it's so yeah it's it's fun it's just like this let's say life mark two it's new mm. vision new way mm. just and again grateful not lucky grateful to have a second go and be, was in a position to change and do something about it. And, you know, I will never say ever that I've nailed it and this is easy. I'm, you know, going to put my feet up because, you know, alcohol recovery as with, you know, your own space, mental health, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lifetime lesson, isn't it? So not to get complacent. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, the best analogy I ever heard for that was we don't stop brushing our teeth just because they're not bleeding that day. <laughs> It's like we do it every day to look after them. And I was like, oh, that's a very visual and you know, graphic description of why we should look after ourselves. But it makes sense. Um, so mate, talk to me about over the last five months, I imagine, I think as always, we, whenever we make a change or we start doing something new or we start learning, we put ourselves in a new position, we come in with some preconceived ideas and we come in with maybe some either reservations or coming going, I know how this is going to work. I've done something like this before. Have there been any sort of surprises or things that you like just weren't expecting or was remarkably different from what you'd sort of preconceived coming in? And if so, what were they? As uh, sorry, as in over the last. Yeah. Throughout sort of your first five months in freshman year, I imagine as you came in, you were like, okay, I know how this is going to go. I've I've done similar things before and we come in with these preconceived notions. Yeah. Um, Oh, good question. Any preconceived notions? No, I mean, I think, to be honest with you, uh, the point that came in and we started, I was so sort of 
in my own little world and zone that I didn't really, I guess because it sounds terrible. Like I was persuaded or, you know, suggested heavily that I see and help you guys. And because it wasn't my idea, mm. I wasn't a hundred percent involved. So I guess I didn't really put a lot in, you know, or didn't really think about it too much. Um, cause it wasn't my idea. <laughs> um, it was more a case of, oh, look, yeah, I've had a session. See, tick, done it. Yep. Um, to, to people that around me who were like, no, you should really do this. This would be really useful. You don't know me. Just because they gave birth to me doesn't mean you know anything about me. Um, so, yeah, it's a struggle to, to actually think. But, you know, good actor or manipulator, you know, especially back in the day, not being honest, you know, just very good at going through and ticking boxes. Mm. Um, but no, I... Nothing like massively stood out. Let's say, apart from just the looking back now, as you you know, you guys know what you're doing. Small equals big. You know, mm -hmm. it's just just the steps, isn't it? You know, adds up over time. Yeah, you know, it's like one of those monasteries. You know, up in the hills, you've got to get up all those little steps before you get up to the like, you know the palace at the top of you. You know, they didn't get up there just straight away. So, um, yeah. Uh, and I've just really enjoyed it. It's super refreshing. So we tend to do ours on a you know, early Saturday morning English time. And it just sets you up for the weekend. It's like, it's a huge buzz. It's a really, you know, it's a cracking start. Um, you know, always, and it always has been, to be fair. Um, even maybe at the start, I didn't tell the whole truth. We missed a few things. It was too scary. <laughs> But you know, it's good to be. It's good to be able to have a joke and a laugh about it now. To say, you know, oh, I'll hold my hand up. I wasn't 100 percent involved. I was doing it for the sake of doing it. But now, goodness me, you know, that's that's a positive, cool change. Yeah, I think those two really, really nice moments that I can look back on in these first five months in freshman year together. That I was like, these are the moments that have changed everything. And one was I remember a particular session that we had together, and it was I. I left that session feeling like it was the first time I'd actually had a conversation with the real you not with the you that you try to be to impress other people and i was like okay fuck that was the real lesson we've actually met now this is nice and the mask is down and there was a sense of vulnerability and rawness and honesty and i was like that's huge and then very shortly after that we had another session where i left being like he's i don't know what's happened between last session and now that you've stepped into taking full ownership of your own well-being. It's not that I'm just ticking the box and doing this to please other people. It's not I'm expecting Declan and BU to magically fix me or heal me or do all the work themselves, right? There was this moment where I was like, huh, you're meeting me halfway now. And I remember, uh, you know, chatting with the, the team. Our team's all, it's so funny. Everyone on the video team is so invested in everyone's journey because... <laughs> Like, even if they're not your coach, they're like, we, there's this sense of like, you're in our family, you're in our tribe, we know you. And I remember chatting uh, with some of the team and I was like, just you guys wait. If, if what I think I've seen in these last couple of sessions in terms of vulnerability, being open, being honest, and emotional responsibility, and, you know, stepping up and owning that it's going to be on your shoulders to actually make these changes. I was like, if, I, if, if I've seen what I think I've seen, just you guys wait, you're going to see some amazing change in this guy in the next couple of months. And I'm incredibly grateful and really proud 
that that's what we did get to see and that's what we're continuing to see is this continual learning and unpacking and developing and every time you and i check in it's like seeing you take more steps forward and learn and grow as an individual um it's something i'm yeah. incredibly grateful for because at the end of the day that's why we do this right it's for this exact reason oh, oh it's huge you know and yeah yeah hugely appreciative to you you know you know you and all the guys and you just reminded me actually i think a huge 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 one for me has been um we we cannot change what other people are going to do uh, you know that's fact we can only change you know the three or four ways of how we deal with that um you know i was trying to make the earth spin the other way you know using one hand on one leg like come on that's not going to happen is it and you know it's like it's going to go that way that's why you know i've got to deal with that you know attitude behavior thoughts mm. you know and that's been massive because i never thought of anything like that um you know if someone's going to do something they're going to do it what uh, you know that's that's up to them you know i i can you know in a nice way try and influence for the better you know obviously you know if you can make something useful you can but i'm not going to stop someone from doing you know and that's been massive you know i've you know got that written up on the inside a couple of my books you know you can only change you you know you can't and that was another thing coming out of you know this you know what do you want to call it rehab center you leave stepping out of those doors thinking you know, you've got to be careful that you walk out and go, oh, everyone else would have changed as well. Because I've been away for five months and five weeks and I've done really, really well. And now I'm a different person. I'm going to get out. And then you get out. It's like a huge disappointment because everything is still the same. Like everyone, you know, I know I spoke to some people and they've really struggled. They were like, yeah, no one really got it. No one really understood. And I was like, dude, yeah, because those people didn't go to that place. You went to that place. You know, it's only you that's changed. Um, but what an awesome headspace. and Know, place to be in to be, I think, feel confident feel confident when those changes and imply them you know 100 i think it's it gandhi that says if we want to change the world start by changing ourselves like it's, yeah, it really yeah, is right. just come back to self and really and that's why for us you know it's making back start with self a lot of people make that mistake if they don't start with selves and it's, it is again something i'm so proud of and grateful for i know i'm just really looking forward to seeing how you continue to grow and develop throughout the rest of your freshman year here at bu um, because what we've achieved here and what you've done for yourself and your well-being in that first five months is something to be really proud of. And I know you said you still struggle with practicing gratitude towards yourself, but Matt, I definitely encourage you to give yourself a bit of a pack on, yeah. on the back and take that moment of gratitude to go like, I can't make those results for you. I can open a door and I can teach you some strategies and I can hold you accountable, but mate, you're the one who has to do the work. And the results we've seen are really off your back of actually doing the work. Yeah, you know, say so it's doing it genuinely, isn't it? And then it's just doing it for the sake of it. So, you know, just glad you fall into that. And yeah, so the listeners arrive forced to smile. <laughs> you can go that far. As, <laughs> as, as much gratitude as I can muster. But I say it's on the to-do list. <laughs> mm, I love it. Well, mate, we're going to take a really quick little pause just to hear a word from our sponsors for this season. And then when we come back, I did forewarn you that we're going to play a mystery game. Um, I can Indeed. promise you the game has nothing to do with the Ashes series or anything to do with uh, cricket. I don't know. Three World Cups. I was going to say that was the one request coming into this show. <laughs> You're like, I'm happy to do the episode, but we can't talk about the World Cup or the Ashes. 
So we're going to have a quick little break and come back in soon. Damn, that is a good coffee. And you know what I think makes good coffee even greater? When it's doing good for the world. And that's exactly what our friends over at Monkey Brew are doing with their environmentally friendly and sustainable coffee range. Now, if you're a long-time listener of the show, you'd remember these guys, Monkey Brew were partners of ours in season one, and they've chosen to continue that relationship with us into season two. But my God, they've upped the ante. They've taken things to a whole new level. Let me tell you how. So one big change they've made, which I absolutely love, is for every kilo of coffee that they sell now, they plant a native Australian tree. So you can actually track and see the outcome of your morning coffee habit. How cool is that? Not only are you getting to start the day with a great cup of coffee, you're doing it with a good conscience and you're doing it knowing that you've contributed to their big mission of planting entire forests of native Australian trees. And the other thing they've done, which I'm so grateful for, is decided to give you guys a few really cool opportunities on how you can start your environmentally friendly coffee habit and routine and journey with them. So the first option is if you're a bit of a bit of a maestro with coffee already, you kind of, you've got the hang of it, you know your jam, you're a bit of a guru already and you know what you're doing with home brewing. What you want to do if this is the case is head to Monkey Brew and you're going to go to their sampler pack. Now the sampler pack gives you a chance to try a few of their different environmentally friendly coffees, find your flavor, find your style, find the one that really speaks to you and then continue your journey forward with them from there. If on the other hand, you're more like me and you think the idea of home brewing is a bit overwhelming, a bit daunting, maybe you've never done it before and you don't know where to start, well then the best thing you can do is get their intro to brewing pack. So this is gonna give you a chance to try some of the coffees, but it's also gonna teach you how to brew them at home and how to make amazing cups of coffee in the morning in a way that doesn't take a ton of time or a ton of know-how. I love how simple they make it. So for either of these, what you're gonna wanna do is head to https colon forward slash forward slash monkeybrew.org forward slash collections. And here's the tricky part. This is where you gotta keep an ear at. Forward slash brewing dash and dash sample dash packs. Now, if you can't remember all of that, don't worry. The link is in the show notes, in the show notes of every show. When you go there, what you're gonna wanna do is choose either the sampler pack or the intro to brewing pack and then put in the code BUPODCAST at the checkout because that's going to get you $5 off your first order. So thank you again to Monkey Roo. We love what you guys are doing. We're so proud to be connected with you for season two of this show. And as I said, make sure for everyone listening, you go connect with Monkey Roo and you start your journey and you start your day with a great cup of coffee that's doing good in the world. So... To finish up the show, basically, you know, way back in season one of this show, I used to really struggle with figuring out what the last question would be on an episode. And I was putting this pressure and expectation on myself to have this profound closing topic for every episode. And I stopped enjoying doing podcast interviews. And I was like, well, that's, that's no fun. You know, I really want to do this because I enjoy it and I love learning and I love sharing these stories. And so I went, well, what can I do to alleviate some of that pressure I'm putting on myself? And I decided I'd just leave the final topic and final question of the show entirely up to fate and up to chance, which is why I went and bought a prop for the show, 
which is a giant spinning wheel. So we're going to spin the wheel and let it decide what your final question is. Do you want it to go clockwise or anti-clockwise? Is this like the toilet thing in Australia? Does the water go around the other way compared to England to Australia? According to The Simpsons, yes. I've never tested this. We should test that after. <laughs> I was thinking Simpsons as well. Let's go clockwise. Clockwise? Okay, here we go. What is it going to be? It's slowing. It's slowing. Okay. So you've pulled Light Purple, which is the Mythbuster topic, which other than being a great show that I watched growing up on TV, uh, it puts you in the, quest in the position to answer the question. I'm going to frame the Mythbuster one this way for you. What is a myth that you think either you used to believe about personal development and well-being or that other people may believe about it that you've since realized is not the case? Um that because it's not something physical like going to the gym and getting bigger or fitter it doesn't count mm. you know how can you know i'm i'm a huge believer in the um you know phrase that the brain is the biggest muscle in sport you know and just you know just because you can't see it like you know it's like people say anxiety and depression shut up what you want about you, you know it's not physical until it gets to the extremes where you start doing stuff to yourself or it encroaches on your physical being um but yeah you know how can just talking how can you know thinking about yourself in a different way how can listening to soothing music be anything you know how is that gonna how is that gonna change anything to you you know um especially sort of growing up, you know, that sort of privileged boys' school, rugby is life, um, and, you know, must act, you know, strong and firm and hard at, at all times, you know, show no weakness to girls, you know, otherwise they won't fancy you. Um, and, uh, you know, you go so far one way that when you look at the stuff that really matters and actually really important and so helpful for me, it was like, why did you ever think that kind of stuff? You know, just because you can't see it. But then you do see it, you know. You do. You, you know, just the way I walk now. You know, walk through town, even though town is empty at the moment. But, um, yeah, even walking into work, into the factory, into a site, you know, it's, there are obviously, you know, physical changes. So, yeah, I'd say that was the biggest one. It was, mm. see, I don't know. I don't know what you know. Yeah. yeah I think a lot see, of people like, fall into that like, Yeah, you know wellness oh that's something your 55 year old mother will do when she goes away you know she'll go away on a retreat and just like live on a bamboo bed and eat like weird leaves and stuff you know i think for me that was sort of how it was formed originally because i had no idea i never looked into it um i had the car map i was listening to that and i was like what the hell is this this you know this like what am i doing um but now i listen to it i was like this is great, you know. I almost good. feel like I have to. I almost feel like I have to apologise to the app every time I turn it on. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry for wasting your time before. I you judged know. you so hardly for so long. <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah, it's such yeah. a good one too. Like, I think I do, a lot of people do fall into that, and it, I think part of it is fault of the industry as well. You know, they fall into the trap of thinking that well-being 
is super wishy-washy. And I think it's because we've seen this new age boom of life coaches and every Instagram model is suddenly a coach and it's all, you know, kind of a load of bullshit. But I think when we cut past all that surface level crap and all the, you know, stuff that doesn't make a huge difference and we get to the actual core of the industry and the professionals that are doing it well and the people who have the right tangible skill sets, yeah, it makes it quite real. It's like, oh my God, this is actually, I get this. This is, you know, tangible. I can do something with this. I can sink my teeth into it. It's not just wishy-washy. Oh man. A hundred percent. And I think as well, you know, like I said, because it's not something physical, you're not seeing your chest or your arms grow or whatever. But I tell you what, you apply yourself a hundred percent for a 90 minute session. It's the most tiring thing ever. Mm. You know, I've run a marathon before. That's quite tiring. But, you know, do 90 minutes deeping, you know, dig, digging deep on yourself or being honest with yourself. There's nothing more tiring. Yep. Like, oh, it's you know, a workout, man. It's a workout. <laughs> It really is, you know, and yeah, it's you know, obviously that's not why I do it, but again, until you apply yourself that hundred and ten percent and get involved in it, you just don't appreciate, you know. Um, what I can do for you. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, anyone that thinks there's wishy washy is a moron. Mm-hmm. But there you go. That's my opinion. No, I love it. So, man, uh, before we finish up, I want to thank you again for, you know coming on the show but i also think this is such a great example i know something you and i've been talking about more and more in your sessions has been vulnerability and owning your story and being honest and you know sharing your story to help others and so i was really grateful when you said yes to this opportunity to being on the show especially as a freshman year at bu especially in your first five months of coaching and actually you know still being in the midst of some really big changes that you're working through in your well-being uh before we finish up for what would your advice be for anyone who's listening to this show who's like on that tip like they're right on the edge of that tipping point they've been thinking about making change for a while maybe they've been thinking about reaching out to us or to really anyone else just someone that they connect with where they're like i'm thinking about doing something a bit more you know intensive with my well-being what would you say oh you know apart from you you just you just have to you have got you know You've got to try. If you don't try it, you'll never know. And you just got to believe that, you know, say you and the guys, you know, you know what you're on about. It's like, like I said back at the start, it may not seem like much to begin with, or it might not seem like you're being tested or pushed enough. And you think, what's the other spout? But get, you know, not saying that everyone will be the same, but you just got to keep going with it and believe in it. You know, do it because you want to do it. You know, don't waste your time if you're only going to go in half fast. Um, I was super lucky. I had a realization that I was less than half assed and this was, you know, and then I managed to flip around to fully, fully submerged and fully involved. And that's amazing. If you can get to that stage, you're, you know, you're onto a winner. And there's no better feeling than waking up every morning happy and smiling and going, what am I grateful for? <laughs> and then going to bed going, what a lovely day, even though it was crap, but I'm awake and breathing, the sun is shining, and I'm grateful for X, you know, within five months. So, you know, if I can do it, you can change it around. I'm sure there's a lot of people that can do it as well. So, 100%. Uh, yeah. 100%. Well, man, thank you once again for jumping on today. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm super uh, keen for our next session as well as for the rest of freshman year together. It's only going to be continuing to grow and develop from here now that you've nailed those fundamentals, mate. But uh, honestly, thank you again for deciding to take that green light and jump on the show yeah well not at all thank you you as always and everybody else so there we go
Well, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us officially to the end of season two of the BU with Declan Edwards podcast with that amazing interview with Ayrton. Uh, I am so grateful for everyone who has tuned into this season. I've actually seen a slight increase in the number of listeners that we've had uh, throughout this season, which I wasn't expecting because I know for me, I listen to my podcast whilst I drive. And with everything going on in the world at the moment, I've been driving a lot less. So it really does mean a lot to me that you guys are still tuning in. You're adding these skills and these tools to your well-being toolkit, and you're still focused on your growth and development despite all the chaos and uncertainty in the world right now. I want to give a special shout out to everyone who left a review of the podcast this season. It really does help us change more lives. So if you haven't done that yet, make sure you just give us a subscribe and a five stars on whatever platform you're listening to. If you can write a little comment, that is even better. Now, between now and next season, you've got a two-week break from this podcast. And what I'd highly encourage you to do during that two weeks is jump on over to the BU website. We've got a bunch of free resources that you can use to keep adding tools to your toolkit. Or if you're ready to take those next steps and find out about enrolling in your freshman year here at BU and really accelerating your personal development and well-being journey and having a one-on-one coach in your corner, then make sure you shoot us a message. So you can either email us at grow at bucoaching.org or you can give me a call um, and my number's listed on the website. You'll be able to just get straight on the phone with me or download our info kit. There is a free info kit on the website that answers all the questions that you may have about coaching. It reveals what our program is, what's involved in it, tells you all about our team, our strategies, our process, as well as answers those questions around pricing, which I know is on a lot of people's mind. So make sure you jump on over to the website, download that resource kit, reach out to us to start your journey and to find out more about enrolling in your freshman year here at BU. And until the next time we're talking in the podcast in a few weeks time, you know what we do. Make an impact, start with self and BU.